Workman's relief for whatever the job throws at you. Like THC products derived from legal hemp to help you relax after a long day or just chill over the weekend. No need to drive out of state to get your THC products. Order yours at workmansrelief.com. This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. A uh, mother in the UK was in shock, I tell you. Shock! After uh, she found some crystal meth in her children's breakfast cereal. Yum, yum, give me some. Uh, Haseem Nasir, 25 years old, about to give Golden Morn cereal. We don't have it over here. Golden Morn? Yeah. Okay. To her four... Sounds generically sugar-coated enough. Dude, yeah, it sounds like, uh, puffed rice, right? (laughs) One of those. Sounds like a bag cereal. Yeah, puffed rice, though, I mean, uh, never came with a prize. So you were eating crappy cereal and you never even got a... Oh, or, hell no, you didn't. Kinda That's little, why it was cheaper. You never got anything on the bag. No, no. There's nothing to read on the back of the bag. Nothing. Um. Anyway, um. she suddenly found something else in the packet of cereal. A transparent plastic pouch filled with white crystals. Baffled and curious at the same time, she snorted the whole damn bag. No, I'm kidding. Um. She tried to Google what it might be. The search result left her shocked, I tell you. <laughs> As she quickly realized the bag contained methamphetamine. And so so basically meth. you'd be up eating cereal for six straight days. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't believe how awake I am. This cereal's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> About like 900 bowl. It's incredible. Who needs coffee? Uh, so the worried mom rushed her kids to the hospital um, to make sure they didn't ingest any of the drug. Wow. Kids were clean for now. Um, it was so bad. I was really shocked. It was massive. It took up nearly half the box. That's what she said. How come I'm never that lucky to open up my, (laughs) my, uh, my, uh, Wheaties and find a big bag of cocaine. I've never, you're never lucky like that. I know. I can't, well, I can't win anything. Are these people that get weed mailed to them? Yeah, right. Wrong address? Yeah, and they'd call the cops. I was like, what are you doing? God, dang, man. <laughs> you just scored. You need to take these gifts from the universe, you stupid <laughs> son of a bitch. Anyway, uh, since we don't have Golden Morn here in the States, we do have something else. Hey there. What the? Why, I'm Marty the Meth Mouse. Marty the Meth Mouse? Listen, I've got to eat breakfast, so... (laughs) I know. That's why I'm here. Try my new Methy Pebbles. Methy Pebbles? (laughs) That's right. Those sweet cereals will give you a nasty sugar rush. But my Methy Pebbles will keep you up for days. Wow. And Methy Pebbles are so tasty, once you take a bite, you won't be able to stop. You're skinny. I know. Methy Pebbles are low in calories. Why, I've lost 175 pounds in just three weeks. Have a bite. Hey, these are great. 
great. I feel energized already. I'm so shaky. But why are these bugs crawling all over me? Hey, can I have a bite? (laughs) Silly mouse. Meth is for kids. Come on. (laughs) Get your day started right with new methy pebbles. That's terrible. Well, look at it on the bright side. You're not, you're not going to have to buy your kid a uh, toothbrush in the near future because he's <laughs> not going to have a tooth to uh, to brush. That's so weird, isn't it? What, what? How much she say she lost 175 pounds in three days? In, in three weeks, yeah. <laughs> so a police investigation did find that uh, uh, there was a cut in the bottom of the cereal bag, and they think the bag of drugs was inserted when the project left night or when the product left Nigeria. Oh, okay. So, um, but like that's. So somebody didn't get the pickup. Well, you know the company that made that Matthew Pebbles, right? You know where that was made. Where? Oh, the Crunch Enhancer? Oh, no. That's a non-nutritive cereal varnish. It's semi-permeable. It's not osmotic. What it does is it coats and seals the flake, prevents the milk from penetrating it. Yeah, it's a a beautiful product. I like it. It's terrible. (laughs) All right. um... Makes you never want to eat cereal again, doesn't it? (laughs) Right. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Who's a good boy? Uh, this might be the best boy. This is crazy. New Hampshire. Authorities are crediting a dog with leading police to the scene of a major crash where two men were seriously injured. New Hampshire State Police said troopers initially responded to a report of a loose dog on a bridge near the Vermont border in Lebanon on Monday night. Need me a dog. Mine's getting too big to cuddle. (laughs) When troopers and local authorities arrived, they found a large German shepherd in the northbound lanes of Interstate 89. When they tried to get close to the dog, the pet continued running north until it guided police to a damaged section of a guardrail near the Interstate 91 junction. Police saw a heavily damaged pickup that appeared to have been in a rollover crash. Two people ejected from the vehicle. Wear your damn seatbelts. The two were suffering major injuries from the crash and hypothermia from the cold weather. Authorities later discovered that the dog, named Tinsley, was the pet of one of the people injured at the scene. What is that, Tinsley? Do you smell the cadaver? Tinsley obviously deliberately led police to the crash. That oh, is wow. insane. Yeah, that is crazy. I've I've seen those stories with uh, like uh, ducks. Yeah, where they're like, oh, my babies are trapped in the grave yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and, and they'll come up and p- like peck the first human they can find in the ankle. And right. Then, and then run away. Right. And always follow it because it's like a little uh, duck baby in a storm drain. They're trying to communicate yeah, with Yeah, they you. really are. They know. That's crazy. That's I cool. I know. That's unbelievable. And then they have a picture of Tinsley, and he's like the cutest dog. God, they're so freaking cute. Boy, Tinsley. You're everything I'm trying to think if my cat would uh, do that. I think he'd stay there and eat me. Yeah. I don't think Aspen would run, and uh, it's too cold out. He'd just stay there and try to live as long as he could. No, yeah, he'd just curl up to the warmest <laughs> spot on your body. Like, I'm just using you and for then, heat. And then start nibbling on it when I don't <laughs> reciprocate. <laughs> Asshole. Yep, that they are. Cats oh, are good man. at that. that. Makes me want to get a dog, but the dog will torment my cats. I'm stuck. Yep. You're in the cat life now. All right. That's a great story. Uh, PC2. 
So hundreds of drivers in Virginia were stuck in I-95 for over 24 hours. That was unbelievable. Because of a snowstorm. Yeah. Um, my Our friend Crystal, who used to work here at our news station, she was stuck in it. Really? Yeah, she posted some pretty incredible pictures. But luckily, she's like, I had a full tank of gas. I had a bunch of snacks, water. She had this new blanket that she got, this plug-in blanket she got for camping. Oh, really? So, like, she was set. Yeah. But how many people weren't? Anyway, uh, I have a clip. Of Josh Lederman of NBC News reporting from inside his car where he'd been stuck for 10 hours. This has been a pretty insane and fairly dystopian experience. I was headed back to D.C. GPS said I'd get back around 5.15, about 7.15 with several delays. You know, it was looking pretty bad on the roads. And by 7.30, we were just at a standstill. Nobody knows how long we're going to be here or how we are going to get out. So people started turning their cars off because, frankly, people wanted to conserve gas. They didn't know how long they'd be able to stay warm this is scary you don't plan for a situation like this well it's a good time to plan for it i guess you know the rest of us should be taking some notes here make sure we keep some water and everything else in the car for sure you know so yeah the the uh wasn't the governor of virginia stuck in there for 10 12 hours i thought so i thought i had read that too and he said he went what took him four hours to go 20 miles or something i don't know what a nightmare Uh it was just the perfect conditions right they couldn't they didn't want to get out too early yeah it's one of those things where you try to time it and then everything iced and then it snowed uh senator tim kane who represents virginia in the u.s senate was among those trapped on the highway that's what it was how long was he out there it doesn't say yeah i don't think they would have let him freeze to death Right, yeah. For some would've... reason, he takes priority over everybody else. Can't figure that one out. Snowpocalypse. And then where's it at now? Um, it looks like there's only 20 cars left on the road, and they're, they're abandoned or whatever. Drivers are finally off I-95 after being stuck on a 50-mile stretch uh, in the Stafford County, Virginia area for more than 24 hours. But there were some crashes, I think, too, that didn't help. Less than 20 vehicles left to be removed from the interstate before plow trains will come through to remove snow and ice from travel lanes. Mm -hmm. Those 20 vehicles were abandoned amid the backup, caused by a collision involving multiple trucks during a major snowstorm that left snow and ice packed onto the road. It opened at 8.40 last night. (laughs) <laughs> holy crap well i've been stuck in some whoppers in chicago i remember it took me well i was trailing a snowmobile to ohio but it took me i don't know seven hours to get from uh madison to uh where the white Sox play what's that stadium called white Sox stadium and, you know, I was in that big honking stupid. Uh, guaranteed rate field. Yeah, it changes every week. I never right. know what it's called. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah, Chicago. Never. Well, then I wonder, okay, so 24 hours. You're going to have to get rid of waste in your body. Right. Brown Who bag was it. the first dude that decided to get out of his car and go take a dump in the woods? And I don't know. if you, Yeah, you're going to have to. Hoof it over to a tree or, or or crouch in between your front bumper and a back bumper. Right. I don't know how she did Someone's it. seeing your ass. Somebody's going to hold a coat up so they don't see your privates. 
No, thank you, sir. I mean, I would rather have somebody see my butthole than than poo in my car. Oh, without a doubt. I'll show everyone my butthole before I poo in my car. You call that a butthole? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, and then the other thing I thought about, obviously, kids. If you got a baby with yeah, you, that had to right. be freaking yeah. awful. You can't, you, you can't walk. Oh, my God. I guess you call 911 and start screaming. Oh, my God. I know there were some uh, uh, truck drivers handing water out. They're pretty prepped. Yeah. From the, from the way they talk. Extra water and blankets and stuff. Of course, they've got sleepers and refrigerators and stuff, so mm-hmm. they might be packing, chewing tobacco and, and some juice. Not juice. <laughs> Nobody's packing juice. Jesus Christ. Good morning. Hey, only because you said Chicago. I told you guys a couple weeks ago I was going to uh, Jamaica. We did it. Oh, yeah? How'd it go? You know, it was. I was terrified to fly, but I did it. And then coming home, so it's four hours down there. Mm-hmm. Coming home, we left 3.30 Jamaica, which we should have been back to Chicago at 6.30. <sighs> we made it to Minnesota at 7.30 because of the snow. Yeah. Put it this way. By the time we got back to Chicago at 3 in the morning and I drove an hour and a half home, I put myself to bed at 5.30 in the morning. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I, was always, I was always that fear of... Being the guy stuck on the plane for the three or four hours, we were stuck on that plane for an hour and 50 minutes because they couldn't pull forward at an airport. How can you not pull well, forward? Well, sometimes you get to the airport too early, and then you can't even get a gate. I've had that. I haven't sat on an airplane for yeah. two, two hours. Oof. Well, not that two hours. Brutal. Yeah, ruin the vacation, but, man, that's tied in with your Chicago and poop. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. yeah. You're stuck well, on a plane. And then you're at that point where you all you want to do is be home. And so yep. it, it's it feel an hour feels like three hours. It sucks. Yep. He, uh, my lady friend said, you know, I said, well, we're so tired when we get back to Chicago, we got to get a room. At that point, you're so amped up. I just drove another hour and a half. You yeah, know, so, you're uh, so close yeah, to home. The goal is in hand. How was your Jamaican yeah. trip? Was uh, how's the weather? Everything good? You know, every, every day was exactly the same, which was perfect. We very we lucked out very much for that. So, That's yeah, a good thing. Waters yeah. are blue as can be, and we ended up staying at uh, I don't know. You know, a two-star place, you know, not to be cheap because we just booked it so late. The last two days we got stuck at an all-inclusive because they had to kick us out because of New Year's Eve. You can keep those all-inclusives, you know. The pool where the walk-up pool bar was shut down at 6 o'clock and we kicked everybody out of the pool. Right. Oh, what the hell? I'd rather take the cheap one with all the fatter chicks anyway. (laughs) What? (laughs) Took a weird turn. I love uh, you so much. Weird. Um, girl, I, I say it like it is. I mean, I know a lot of Wisconsin girls uh, go south for the winter, but I mean, Jesus, dude. You don't have to just say it. Hey, uh, uh, where did you, where were you, Negril? Where did you go? Yeah, so they, you asked me that last time. I told you I didn't know. I'm still not for sure I was at, but we were like in a car ride about 20 minutes away from that cliff where you jump off it. Yeah, Rick, so you were 20 minutes away from that? Yes. So you in were... In a car, yeah. Past the past the lighthouse or back towards Montego? Uh, back towards Montego. Oh, okay. So you were down yeah. on the beach eventually. Y- yes, yeah. exactly. And it didn't, you know, you got some fancier places, but yeah. some of those places don't even have the beach because it's just all the rock. You know, you can't, mm-hmm. you have to travel to go to a beach. Did so. you jump off the jump at Rick's? 
there's two things. Mike can't fly and Mike, oh, Tim can't fly and Tim can't swim. So, <laughs> so that's a big no. We were just talking about that. We were just talking about jumping off of that 40-footer. It's a four-story high jump off the rock. No way, sir. And you do no have to way. jump out a little bit or you'll take some skin off your backside. But, uh, yeah, it's a nut. you got to protect the nuts at all costs. That's the, Forget your face. Forget your belly. <laughs> you wrap them nuts up tight and then prepare for landing because it hurts. Pretty much, and, and 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 you know whatever my my wife died ten years ago, and I went nine years without a woman, you know, so to speak, you know, and I finally hooked up with one because I finished raising my kids and all that shit, and sorry, but it, you know, and this one here is a God. She says she's fat. I don't say she's fat. I say she's poofy, but yeah, no, and that's in a good way. Trust me, because she's not like that. But it's just like, ah, oh, man, I take the poofy chicks any day. Dude, dude. <laughs> It's a definite theme to this call. This is keeping it real with Tim. There, there's uh, Jim, they said Jamaica's for lovers, dude. I hope you fell in love. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. All right, a uh, couple of uh, music notes. Uh, Nirvana. The baby, uh, the kid that was in the pool. A baby. On Nevermind. Mm-hmm. That guy, the baby has become a man. <laughs> Is that what happens? Update. <laughs> he, uh, He's the grown. Judge has dismissed the lawsuit filed against the surviving members of Nirvana uh, over the cover image of the uh, iconic album Nevermind. Yeah. Was, Are we still talking about this guy? It was a stupid lawsuit anyway. So this got thrown out yesterday, hopefully for the final time. Spencer Eldon, the baby picture naked on the front of the album, has sued everyone. Everyone. Well, I thought, now, I thought the story was for a while he was like milking the fame from well, being the baby on Nevermind. Ex- he and, did, and then he decided then, he wanted money. Then everybody got a picture with him, and they're like, "Man, you're not that, uh, you're not that important." Yeah, I know, I understand. Well, if he wouldn't have, well, look at it this way: if he wouldn't have promoted himself, we wouldn't even know he was the baby. So right. you've already canceled out your lawsuit. We already know you because you've profited. Right. It's a really strange story. Been going on forever. He sued uh, the record company, Dave Grohl, mm-hmm. uh, Courtney Love. Uh, Eldon's lawsuit claimed the image on the cover was taken and used without his consent. Because he was a baby. Well, well, sue your mom. Sue your dad. <laughs> they already spent that money. That that $100? Gone. I was born without <laughs> consent. Can I sue? <laughs> Uh, his lawsuit claims the image of the cover is taken use without his consent, and the nudity amounts to child abuse. We uh, do, you do see his peen, don't you? Did they that put is a, a leap. Did they put a sticker, a little round sticker on his peen, with a little smiley face? I don't know. No, there's a little peen there. Uh, uh, oh, he even sued the music managers. And a photographer. He tried, dude. And an art director. He tried. <laughs> Uh, he even tried suing the original drummer before Dave Grohl. It was anybody. If you were near the web of Nirvana, you were getting a lawsuit slapped on you. He's he sued all the record companies that have handled Nirvana. And has he got any money? 
Now, two weeks ago, the attorneys for all of these people got together. Uh, Universal, MCA, uh, Love, Cobain. Yeah, and if you think Nirvana, your attorney is going to beat right. their attorneys, right. you're out of your you're, mind. You're lucky to be alive. That's true. And David Geffen. He sued David Geffen as well. Huh. Oof. Yeah. Stating Eldon had spent three decades profiting from his celebrity. Right. Self-anointed Nirvana baby. Right. <laughs> Never mind. Celebrated its 30th anniversary last year. And uh, on uh, last uh, Monday night, this past Monday, Judge Fernando Alguin, who is presiding over the case in U.S. District Court, Central California, dismissed the case once and for all after Eldon ultimately missed the deadline to file an opposition to the defendant's motion to dismiss. Yeah. I think he tucked tail. I think so, too. I mean, he was getting just roasted online. Roasted. Uh, if Eldon, uh, the plaintiff caution. Uh, oh, he's got a secondary deadline of January 13th. Then it will be dismissed, uh, dismissed without prejudice. Let's hope so. Plaintiff caution, the failure to timely file a second amended complaint shall result in action being dismissed without prejudice forever and forevermore. Uh and then you will be killed. So uh, I don't know how he profited. Did he go out and do, did he go to county fairs? Like did he I've set seen, a booth up? I've seen pictures of him mm-hmm. with fans. Mm-hmm. And so I think he was doing like signings and stuff. I assume. As so you could be like, oh. I assume he was in the pool as an adult. And you could get something yep, like that. Yeah, right. yep, yep. And then, so I would, like if you're a record store. Right. You can be like, oh, we're having the baby from Nevermind here on Thursday to sign posters. I see that going as well as uh, Spinal Tap showing up at the record store with (laughs) with Artie Fufkin and no one showing up. Right, right, right. (laughs) It's it's my fault. Kick my ass. Kick my ass. That's awful. Uh, What a doucher. It wasn't his consent to give. Yeah, well, that's the thing about having parents, isn't it? Right. Like, <laughs> as a baby, you're consented by your parents. Right. That's how babies show up so, at all these beauty pageants. That makes me wonder with all these anti vaxxer parents, mm-hmm. when these children become adults, yeah. are they going to be able to sue their parents for not vaccinating them? Mm, that's a great question. That seems like a better, a more justifiable lawsuit than this. You know what I'm saying? But it's just you. When you're a minor, that's part of the thing. Well, you, you don't you don't get a say. I don't know how you have emotional distress now after you didn't for 20 years of promoting yourself. Right. What did you find religion? Where did that come from? I think you just wanted a payday. You had no uh, problem signing your uh, John uh, Hancock right there below your little baby peen. Right. Because that's what got you the the booth. Right. Otherwise, nobody wants your signature. Embrace it. Embrace it. You were part of Galcha. You're a great trivia question. Right. Enjoy it. You can take it to your grave. Although it would be weird if you were at a party randomly introducing yourself as the Nirvana baby. Honey, you got to meet this guy. I swear to God. Come with me. <laughs> Dude, check this out. Honey, it was his penis. Check it out. Look at the resemblance. I just happen to have the album with me. He seems like a real 
Real douche. Seems like a, a douchebag. Yeah. Totally. Because he, yeah, he reaped all the benefits of being the baby. Yep. Right. So then you you can't complain when you're reaping the benefits, right? Right. right. All right. So uh, so that's he's he's got one chance. He's got one chance. Now the other story is uh, David Lee Roth. Oh yeah. Has uh, canceled his residency in Las Vegas. The whole dang thing. He was out at Mandalay Bay, and uh, apparently uh, the COVID, uh, the vaunted front man, called off the entire run, uh, according to a representative of the House of Blues. Uh, he had, what, four shows left? Five shows. And then he was going to call it quits. Like, this is it. Like, Michael Jackson, this is it stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Due to unforeseen circumstance, like me not being able to sing... <laughs> Uh, and out of an abundance of caution for working and attending these shows. Refunds automatically processed. Roth also sent a statement, uh, it's not about me anymore. When the benefits for Kentucky, Colorado, and Farm Aid kick in, call me. I don't know what that means. The Rocker posted an image on social media of a road leading to a distant horizon that said, a uh, funny thing happened on the way to Vegas. And that was it. <laughs> I think there's something wrong with Dave that they're not. I think so. They're not saying he got... Uh, COVID, mm-hmm. but I I think that I think there's something else wrong with him. I feel like there's another that reason he too. can't. I mean he he looks miserable. It's true. He can't sing. I mean, taking nothing away from Dave, the singing is over. Yeah, he basically reads the lyrics in into a microphone. Right. I mean, we talked about that when they announced the residency. Right. Um. And I don't know, uh, my doctor's handlers can tell me to really address every time I go on stage, I endanger my future. So I don't know what he's got going, but that's over. Uh, what a way to go, Vegas. I mean, that's there's three people I'd like to see in Vegas. Wayne Newton, Sinatra, and David Lee Roth. That's where they belong. Yeah, I've never seen David Lee Roth in any way, shape, or form. They should have had him finish up at the new uh, tallest building in Vegas, called it the Skyscraper Lounge. Dude. One of the records was called Skyscraper. And then uh, they could have had a Wayne Newton uh, impersonator, a Frank Sinatra tribute, and David Lee Roth. And he could have just popped in and played random shows. Dude, uh... Foreigners gonna be in Vegas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody is Doobie Brothers. March twenty fifth. Everybody. April ninth. For real. Oh, Carrie Underworm is gonna be there. Vegas is flourishing right now. It really is. Yeah, John Legend has a residency. Man. Well, for the big, big ones, they build their own theater for. Them. Isn't that, Celine had her own theater. Isn't that crazy? Uh, Katie uh, Perry has her own theater. Yeah. Uh, Carrie has her own theater. So much money. It's incredible. The the uh the the nosebleeds for Carrie Underwood face I saw on the website were fourteen hundred dollars. I don't even think that gets you a poster. <laughs> uh who is paying that much? That's crazy. That better be a fourteen day concert. <laughs> you know better. <laughs> You know better than that. Dave, what would I pay for Dave? Uh, uh, I wouldn't pay a going rate at, like, say, Cole Center. Uh, I, I, I might pay, uh, I might, I'd pay 25 bucks to see Dave. 
That's it. I would I would Uber down to uh, Mandalay Bay from the Mirage to see David Lee for twenty five bucks, not a dime more. All right, you've made your stance. Just to uh, pay my respects. But I, you know, eighties Dave is Vegas, pure Vegas. But he's not eighties Dave anymore. He can't sing. That's why Gene Simmons came out. He goes, he goes, because he, he was opening for Kiss. Yeah. And Kiss said, you know what? This ain't gonna work out. I would imagine the complaints were many. Sure. I feel kind of bad for him. Someone needs to tell him. Well, I think somebody did tell him, and that's why I think he's done. Oh. He's either getting worse or whatever he has secretly. Or or people or, or even worse, people that weren't buying tickets. Right. But if I could trade twenty four hours of my life for one human in nineteen eighty five, it would have been David Lee Roth. Greatest front man ever. Greatest front man ever. Boisty, boisty, bop, bitty bop. Greatest front man ever. So. It's a uh, bold statement, John. Especially oh, it's with a fact. Corey Taylor in the world. Straight up fact. Can we agree for your generation, the greatest front man? He didn't fly around on a hook. He didn't do, he doesn't do backflips. He didn't uh, jump out of an airplane and. And parachute onto the stage. Greatest frontman ever. With the greatest guitarist ever. These facts are irrefutable. No, wait. Irrefutable. Scratch that. I'm interested in this disputable. <laughs> One of the keys in the in Florida. I, vacation in the irrefutables. Goodness gracious. It's perfect this time of year. Yeah, you'll get very few arguments about Dave being the greatest frontman ever. Robert Plant, name one. No. Greatest frontman ever. Done. All right. So uh if you say so. This is another weird moment in the uh in the timeline of yeah. a, per- a person. Right. We'll see what happens next with them. MJ. <laughs> Let me stop bringing that up. Eddie. Prince. Yeah. These are these are we're checking boxes here. We're running out of boxes. What are you, tr- you trying to kill David Lee Roth? No, I'm not, but I have a bad, bad feeling about him. Oh, I have no. a really bad feeling. He's not going to be around much longer. Oof. Oofta. Hello. 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 Freddie Mercury, greatest frontman ever. No. Oh. No. Greatest singer, yes. Not the greatest frontman. He did not do what David Lee Roth did. Don't argue. Get some... <laughs> Get some tighter spandex and get back to me. Hi, how's it going? Uh, I'm pulling your DJ card for saying that David Roth was the best front man ever. Purest front man ever. I can't believe you'd say that as a DJ. Who would you say? I would say Robert Plant. Oh, my God. No, no, no. Are you saying Dave was it? He tutored David Lee Roth? He was his mentor? Sammy Hagar was better than Dave. Well, no, I'm talking about pure circus. Pure circus, dude, on stage was David Lee Roth. Pure chaos, pure circus with the greatest guitarist ever was David okay. Lee Roth. All right. I'm, t- I'm positive. Over the top shenanigans. There's yeah. one There's one man. Yeah. Yep. 
with the martial arts and the sword and the kicking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I got it. Robert Plant is a front man. I mean, you can argue his, his music, but I, he just stood there. He didn't do anything. Yeah, I see your point. I don't know. Corey Taylor sure knows how to control a crowd. Yeah, he's got an amazing voice, too. Yeah. I'm not talking about, we're not just talking about, it's the package. But if you're, well, if it's the package, then we need to discuss further. If it's pure shenanigans on stage. Shenanigans, yeah. 51% of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, when you said front, best front man, I was thinking, you know, vocal performance. No, that's, that's Freddie Mercury, period. Greatest singer ever, Freddie Mercury, period. Done. Check. That'd be hard to argue with. Check it. Yeah, yeah that's a hard one. But it's. Debate. But as far as what the hell is that idiot going to do tonight? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. It's David Lee Roth. Anything to see him. He he lost his voice back in I don't know eighty four. Yeah, eighty five. Mm-hmm. So, just wanted to call and chime in. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Good chime. Hi, how's it going? Uh, I can't believe the name Phil and Selma has not come up yet. Oh boy. <laughs> Here we go. It's a kind of a different genre than what you guys are talking about, but right, like a one eighty. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said Corey Taylor, so I thought. Sure. All right, have a good one. You too, bud. I would even put Van Halen, uh, circa eighty one, as the greatest harmony in a in a band. Uh, we got a Steven Tyler vote here. No. <laughs> no. You can say anybody. They didn't do what he did. Right. Same goes for Vince Neil. He couldn't sing during the Motley Crue so-called last tour six years ago. I love Motley Crue. And nobody nobody has done it since. But dreading seeing them at the stadium tour. Who? Motley Crue. Oh. I know. Everybody's dreading it. He's going to be taking oxygen in between songs to get through it. Pulling for you, Vince, but... Uh, Hi, how's it going? What about Ozzy Osbourne as far as shenanigans? Oh, yeah. Not a, lot of sh- not a lot of shenanigans. I don't know. He's had a lot of shenanigans. Uh, uh, okay, so outside the bat, name the shenanigans. Check the shenanigans off. This will be good. Yeah. <laughs> And throwing a chair into the crowd is not a shenanigan. <laughs> I'm talking about balloons every night. I'm talking about sword play, backflips. Okay. All uh, Every year, every night was New Year's Eve at a Van Halen show. I only got to see him twice. And it was nuts. Saw him here in town. When he got out of the limo, puked, did his radio interview, got back in the limo. He once executed a little person on stage. <laughs> okay. A little person. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, he's. Wasn't Dio? He was kind of short. <laughs> he Ozzy Osbourne had a cocaine duel with David Lee Roth. <laughs> <laughs> what is a cocaine duel? Hi, how's it going? Thank you. Hi, how's it going? Thank you. Hi, how's it going? He's a disheveled co-grant. Thank you. Hi, how's it going? Hey, I got one for you. Ramstein, the lead singer to lift their penis on fire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Those guys guys are a different breed. Oh, yeah, they are. (laughs) Yeah. 
more and that's shock, why we love them more shock stuff but yeah yeah right i mean they've taken the stage to a whole different level as far as theatrics no doubt about it but yeah i i will always stand by dave consistently as the circus is in town that was pure circus annex you can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system? Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. <laughs> if anybody saw me Friday, call. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Stephanie Maddow, the chick from 90 Day Fiance that was selling her farts in jars. Oh, yeah, yeah. She retired. <laughs> uh, she was hospitalized due to excessive gas, PC2. I can't. First of all, what is wrong with you D-Gens buying her farts online? Uh, secondly, she's brilliant. Hey guys, today I'm going to be showing you a day in the life of a girl who sells her farts in a jar. So I like to get things rolling with some beans, a protein muffin, sometimes even a yogurt, less sugar is better, some hard-boiled eggs, and today I decided I was going to make myself a protein shake with some yogurt added to it, and oh, I was feeling it for sure. Uh, while I wait for those farts to develop, I like to read, I'm very smart, love to read, and then after I'm ready to go, I go ahead and, you know, do my work, do my job. I don't need to show you that, guys, but I like to add in little flower petals. I feel like they attach the scent and make it last longer. And when I'm finally finished with my jar, I like to leave a personal... Shut item. up! Now, why do people buy my farts in a jar? Ooh. I honestly think it's because I have a really good personality. And also because I'm hot. Because I'm hot, guys. Oh, that is nice. Mm. Uh, they don't buy it for your personality, dude. <laughs> then why did she quit? Uh, because she had excessive gas, as we would have imagined. Well, that's right? a, that's a good thing, right? Uh, I guess not. Oh. Um. So she was making more than fifty thousand a week selling her farts. <clears throat> Connecticut resident gained international recognition after being on 90 Day Fiance, started her YouTube channel. She's already got the supply chain issue solved. She's gassy all day. Uh, yeah. Um, and then, anyway, uh, after making $200,000 in sales, it says, the influencer announced her retirement when she passed one too many and got the wind knocked out of her. <laughs> <laughs> she was rushed to the hospital with chest pains, feared were symptoms of a heart attack. After undergoing a battery of tests, including blood work and EKG, she was told that her pain was a result of steady diet of gas-inducing bean and eggs. Got it. Uh, I thought I was having a stroke, that these were my final moments. I was overdoing it. You ought to start, uh, well, no, well, that's untrue because you and I are living proof <laughs> that farting d too much does not put you in the hospital. Dude, we are right. living proof. <laughs> The self-proclaimed fartrepreneur. Fartrepreneur. <laughs> I think I'll think I'll invest in that. Had squeezed out up to fifty jars worth of farts a week to keep up with demand. Uh, I remember within one day I had about three protein shakes and a huge bowl of black bean soup. Oh. Well, you're in. People are, people are stupid. She reads so many books. You would have thought she would have known, but she just wanted to keep up with demand. Well, what? Yeah, just 
I guess. I, I, I mean, she should keep doing it and then have like a vintage line of fart in a jar, like a wine. Well, you can. Like, here's a 2018. Just don't do it daily. R- right. Just pace yourself. Yeah. Have a designated fart day. I don't know. I uh, mean, even a, a gifted athlete keeps his workout routines to a minimum. You don't overdo it. I was advised to change my diet and take a gas suppressant medication, which has effectively ended my business. And I assume guys are buying this the most. We're buying fart in a jar. <laughs> yeah. I don't, there's probably not one female who did it. I never thought we'd uh, see another version of Pet Rock, but I feel like we're here. My pet fart? My pet fart. <laughs> you should do that. Uh, ooh, I don't know if I can say uh, the Q word on the air. You should do a Q in a jar. Oh, send, send I said up. queef the other day. So. Ah, <laughs> we already did it. <laughs> Are you allowed to say it on here? Yeah. Queef. Yeah. Sounds dirty. <laughs> well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're about to find out. <laughs> oh, the hotline. We have a hotline in here. It's not lighting up. That's good. It's like the bat phone. Um, how about a queef in a jar? I don't, that would be, I would assume, harder to do. Queef well, and a, no, you, I mean, oh, And if you pay a subscription and pay double, you can get a queef and a beef. Two for five. Two for five. <laughs> Jesus. Take some pride in your queef, lady. Two for 20. <laughs> Take some pride in your queef. Queef and a beef. Oh, there's something muddy in the bottom of the jar. I'm afraid to open it. Gaseous cloud. Oh. Yeah. Oh no. It sounds like she had a, uh, uh, you know, like a like a bottling machine, like at a brewery, right? Where they're just filling <laughs> bottles up. I don't know if she. She's just tooting in the. I know, and then the next jar comes along on a freaking conveyor belt. Oh, what a time what, to be alive! Was she hot? I forget what she looks like. Oh yeah, like. yeah, very hot. I. Fart in a jar. I mean that. I don't care how hot she is. I could not deal with this. Hey guys, today I'm going to be showing you a day in the life of a girl who said. So she was. My doctor says, okay, you guys, I have to charge you triple because my doctor says I'm about to blow up my O ring. So I have to totally charge you. These are the last vintage farts I will release. Stupid. God. So dumb. It's so dumb. Why am I poor and broke? I can't think of a stupid idea. Hate it. Uh, hi, how's it going? She should have homeless people fart in a jar. That she could lie about it. Homeless people fart in a jar. Good Lord. There is, there is honestly a fetish oh, yeah. for everybody, isn't there? There is, there is something out there, and you find it. No matter how weird you think it is, I can guarantee you someone else is already doing it on a forum I online. Mean, I mean, I've seen videos where people fart in each other's faces. I mean, that's a thing. That's oh, a yeah. Fairly, not fairly, it's, a, it's an available thing. Mm-hmm. The ones that I think is really peculiar... Uh, my, my friend was, uh, tindering with a fella and, uh, this fella gave her Uh-oh. this private page that he has <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> he wears the full latex suits it's, yeah, and then vacuum seals them. So it's like super constricting and that's like his fetish to 
cut off blood flow? What's the to, idea? Uh, to essentially does feel it, like you're. Does it keep a little breathe hole in the yeah. thing? Yeah, but you're just so like, like you're in the like in the womb again. I guess, yeah. And then what happens? And then I don't know. You can't see. You just run into things. What What do you do? Can you move? <laughs> I think he just lays there and is horny. Uh, oddly enough, I never asked him the follow up question. And then what? <laughs> I was so stunned. Well, that's more important to me. <laughs> do they throw you out in a snowbank? What do they do? <laughs> Uh, so if I was her, I would have, uh, uh, had somebody fart. I wouldn't have said a word. No. And just had, uh, if this is true, which it's not, so it doesn't, I don't even know why I'm talking about this. You have your friends fart in a jar. Right. And why can't you casually fart in a jar? Why do you have to manufacture all these farts? Well, demand, I guess. Right. But if you do it. It's kind of like a, whenever you can, and then you charge a higher rate, right? Because they're the, rare. It's like a, a are rare. it's like a Kentucky brunch from Toppling Goliath or Goose Island in their stout. Yeah, you release it, and then you right, yeah. You got to get on a list. You play the lottery. Yeah. If you get picked, you get to pay three hundred dollars for fart in a jar. Right. You have to make it and very. Then you cellar it, and then you cellar it, <laughs> and uh, you lay it on its side. All right. In a dark, dark. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? Good morning. You were wondering about farting in jars or back beds, but there was no other weird one I'd seen when they used a spreader on a chicken's booty hole and decided they were going to do uh, Fruit Loops and milk out of there. Oh, I've seen that one. Yeah. Like, wait, what is going on? Yeah. What? I now mean, we're just silly. <laughs> let's not forget that there's. Two different, very extreme videos that most of us probably regret seeing in our life. Yeah, that's right. That so, I mean, there's that. Yep. Who's the parts seem pretty tame comparatively. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. What dude. if we, what if we take a video of you uh, in a bathtub and we sell your bath water? That's already being done. Yeah, that's already been done, and then didn't she give, like, a bunch of people committee or something from that? It was, like, Legionnaire's disease or something, yeah. <laughs> something. It was. Yeah, you're right. Ah. <laughs> oh, random fa fact. I know this is a long time ago. You are talking about cooking a steak in bath water. You could do it. You just got to heat it up. There's a thing called a souvet that's basically cooking it in boiling water. Oh. Well, well, boiling being the key word there. Right, but even still, you just have to bring it up to temp. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Thanks, Keaton. Yeah, Have a good day. Wow. This is very informative today. <laughs> a little too well, much information. Godspeed, fart lady. <laughs> the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but J.J.O.